Hi, my name's Tara Humphrey and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews and insights from the field of healthcare. The Business of Healthcare podcast is brought to you by THC Primary Care, where we provide operations and project management to primary care networks. If you are a clinical director or a practice manager and your to-do list is growing by the minute and you could do with an extra pair of hands to support you to roll out your network-based contracts and projects, I would love to help you. We also provide consultancy and coaching advice to healthcare business owners and clinical leads looking to take the next step in their career or their business. Come and check us out at www.thcprimarycare.co.uk. Hi, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So in episode 99, I talked you through how to overcome your fear of selling and why you should be selling your services and your time. So if you're yet to listen to that episode, please start there. In this episode, I want to walk you through how to sell with confidence And just to remind you, I have got a service-based consultancy specialising in working with primary care networks, providing them with interim network management. We also provide business coaching and consultancy to healthcare entrepreneurs or clinical leads to help them work through any challenges they're experiencing to help them achieve their next step. And to date, we have banked over £930,000 in sales. So how have I done this? So the first thing I would say is around getting organized. So I have defined and refined my offer to my ideal clients, or you may have an ideal community and really thought carefully about who do I best serve and what do I offer them? What am I giving them? And then I remember my poor husband, Mark, I think I just endlessly tested out my copy on him. And then that is when I more consistently started working specifically with a business coach to help me nail what I did and who I did it for. Then you need to agree on a price and whether that is hourly, whether that's a package price, people need to know how much you charge and your price needs to be consistent. It doesn't mean you can't change it, but what I mean by consistent is that you can't say, right, Tara, I'm going to charge you, I don't know, £100 an hour. Susan, I'm going to charge you £150 an hour. Jay, I'm going to charge you £200 an hour. It has to be a consistent price. People talk and you don't want to trip yourself up. You don't want to get your own pricing wrong. And then the other thing that I did, I talked you guys through how to showcase your credentials and your expertise to your potential clients. And a lot of people do this in the form of a website. It's good to have somewhere that is your own. So don't build all of this on social media to have your own shop window where you can share with people what you do, what you're about. You can show off your personality your creativity, your resources, your blogs. So that will give people confidence. Like this person knows what they're doing. They've got an opinion. 
They have got tools and techniques. They're offering advice that will all help give the buyer confidence in their investment. Now, if you don't have this in place, don't worry. I would not live to see say you can define or refine your offer, agree your prices and create a really simple website like in a week. Don't over egg this if you are just getting started. But that being said, with my first client, I didn't have a website because my first client came to me very accidentally. I didn't know I was going to be setting up a business. But after or during during the time when I had that first client, I went on to Wix and pulled together my first website. It, it was just a bog standard template and it was really, really easy to follow and really, really cheap. And naturally, as you get more experience, as more time goes on, you will make upgrades. I think I'm only on my second website and we are going to go for a rebrand and likely get a new website, but I'm six years in. The website is something that I think no one's ever really happy with. There's always little tweaks and changes. You can always tinker with it. So it's quite natural to start off nice and simple. And then as you build your expertise, when you work out what do you need your website to do for you, then you make changes. Don't go all in big bang when you just don't need to. You'll waste a lot of time and a lot of money because the website is not the key to getting you the sale. It supports you, but it's not the key. The key is you. And if you've already got all of this in place, then keep moving forward, my friend. You don't have to worry. You just might need to have a little bit of a review, make a few tweaks, and then you'll be good to go. Okay, so that is the getting organized part of selling. Now I want to talk to you about mindset and self-belief. And I've really thought about this. When I have got total belief in how I can help somebody, I really don't have any fears or doubts in promoting my offer. And at any time I do feel a bit like, oh, I don't, I don't want to send the email. I don't want to pick up the phone. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. It's when I'm just not fully sold on my idea. And I have had loads of ideas, loads of ideas. And, and I may change my mind in the future. I've thought about doing an online course. I thought about doing a mastermind. But I've just, every time I've got down to the wire and I've, then I've just thought, I don't know, no, no, I don't want to do it because <laughs> I just, I'm not sold on it. What I am sold on, and you don't have to buy this, but is the podcast. I love this podcast. I'm super proud of it. I promote it all the time. I think it's good. I think it's easy listening. I think we pack it with so much value, so much content. I will happily promote this all day long. The consultancy calls, I absolutely love them. I love the uh, testimonials we get from them. People deliver, people are progressing. I know I can help. I love my job. I can promote that. I don't, I don't have any doubts about that. And our PCN clients, our primary care network clients, again, I am fulfilling a clear need. I absolutely love it. I like the challenge. I love the people. 
at the time of recording one of my current clients, Dr. Jazz Channer, who is the co-clinical director at Cranbrook PCN, said to me, Tara, I've got a problem. I just pick up the phone and say, help. And you just help me. You just sort it out. And it's like, I am there to make my CDs, clinical director's lives easier. And that's what I do. And I want to do more of that. So I will happily, and I do it at the beginning of each podcast, I promote what we do for our PCN clients. So I feel confident in selling that. I've got a little exercise for you guys to do, and I want you to close your eyes, if it's safe to do so, and just visualize when you are doing your job and you're absolutely smashing it, you're really enjoying yourself and you're just in your element with your favorite client, or for you to visualize and reflect back and remember a situation with a client where they've just, they've just, again, they've smashed it, they've nailed it, they are, and you both are working together, and you're getting the results that you both want. And I just, that is the savor that moment You may feel like the hairs on your arms go up. You might feel that tingly feeling. You may get that huge smile on your face. That is the energy. That is the self-belief you need to bring to selling. When I think of my clients, when it's gone so well, I have no doubt in sending that email, picking up the phone to say, hi, we've got capacity to take on a PCN client. If you know anyone that would be interested, please point them my way. Bosh, done. As simple as that. But I think it's that this is the woo stuff. If you're very, and I would say I'm a very practical thinker, but there is an element of mindset and manifestation and magic that I think business owners bring. It's not all numbers, stats, data. There is that je ne sais quoi. There's that little unspoken thing that happens when you're building a business and it relates to your energy and your mindset. Now, that being said, if you are struggling with your own self-belief, that's where coaching comes in. And I talk about this all the time. I've always had a coach. Somebody said to me, Tara, does the coach need a coach? It's like, yes, the coach does need a coach. None of us are ever the finished article. We are always a work in progress. And I have worked with my coach in the past around my self-belief, my confidence, how I show up, how I deal with my, how I manage my emotions when potential clients say no. It's really, really helpful. And a coach for me reflects back my, the language that I'm using, the self-imposed barriers and objections I am telling myself. They will help me. Just let me know when I've just blown all things out of proportion. They will help me see my blind spots and they will provide constructive criticism. And I think it's really, really key. And I think it comes up a lot. And I think lots of us need help when it comes to selling. After a while, you get you get in the flow of it, but you still have moments when you just, your confidence wavers. And that's when jumping on a call with a coach can be so powerful. 
So how to ask for the sale? And notice I say like ask, I, I don't pitch. We don't pitch to potential clients. We just talk. I'll ask them how they are, what they're struggling with, kind of what's led them to me. What have they tried in the past? Have they got any big deadlines they need to hit? And we're just talking. And then I will ask them if it's okay if I share with them a little bit about what we do and the results we've had for other clients. When it comes to pricing, I'm very upfront and say, is it okay if we talk about costs? I invite them. They give me the permission to share. And then I will share how much we charge. Sometimes they will say yes on the spot. Sometimes they will say no on the spot. Sometimes they will say, let me think about it. And I'll say, no pressure. Can I come back to you in a couple of days? And again, no pressure if you decide that now is not the right time. I never, ever, ever want anybody to feel pressured into saying yes. Sometimes they sit on this decision for ages, like months, ages. But I am quietly persistent. And we have won and retained some of our biggest clients by me just being friendly and following up and saying, hey, I'm still here. Just checking in. Have you given any more thoughts about proposal? Is there anything I can help you with in the meantime? Happy to just jump on a call. And I only do this with, you know, the the clients that are really warm and they tend to be for me. This is not when I'm selling like person to person. This is when I am securing a contract with Health Education England or a training hub or a primary care network. They very rarely just say yes on the spot. So there is a a longer cycle to win these clients. And I thought I'd talk about like sales tricks. The only trick or technique we use is the scarcity technique. And that is a tried, true and tested method. You'll see this every day in the form of like early bird pricing, introductory offers, limited tickets. So when we do this is every year we put our prices up. So in the last quarter, which for us is uh, January to March, I will contact my current clients and potential clients and let them know that in April we put our prices up. So if they would like to work with us on the current pricing plan, they have to buy now. So that's the only time we do that. It's it's not, I wouldn't even say it's not even a trick. It just is fact. <laughs> just just is. So that's something we do. And sometimes when it is genuine, we only take on one to two big clients, big, big clients at a time. And then the rest um, are smaller clients. And that's how we manage our capacity because I don't, it's not fair on the client to overextend myself and not be able to deliver on the work. So what will happen is when we come to an end of a big client contract, probably three months before that client ends, I will then start emailing out and making contacts with people to say, we've got the capacity to take on one more client in this. So we've got, for example, we've got capacity to take on one primary care network client starting in March. If you know of anybody that would be interested, please could you point them in our direction? And that tends to work. 
And it's as simple as that. It's not salesy. It's not aggressive. It's not rude. It is just saying, this is what we do. We've got the capacity to help another network. Could you point them in my direction? And because we deliver, because we've got such strong connections, people are happy to refer us or they'll just say, thanks Tara for reaching out, but I don't know of anybody or we're not looking for support at the moment. And that's fine. I like it when people just, you know, like say yes, no, or you know, like maybe, and they're just really honest about it. And we retain really good relationships that way. And then moving on to dealing with rejection, I did say some people say no, and that's, it's okay. It is, it is okay. Sometimes people don't want to work with you. You know, like it's just fact. It's just fact. It's a numbers game. The more people you have in your network, your community, on your newsletter list, on your funnel, the more people listen to your podcast, you create more opportunities for people to say yes to you. And it's like the law of average. And then what comes into play is the law of averages. So you just need to get out there in a way that feels good to you because people will sense when you are operating out of alignment, you will know that you are operating out of alignment and you won't secure the sale. And even if you do secure it, you may not feel good about it. And this is about selling with confidence. So put yourself out there, define your offer Define your ideal client, your your ideal community. Be crystal clear, be friendly, be respectful. And if they do say no, try to find out why so you can potentially address their objections or in the future address a certain objection if it keeps coming up. And then reflect on the call, reflect on the client and their situation, think about your own preparation and take all this learning and just move forward. It is disappointing, but you ju- this is business and you just we just have to move on. We can't sit there and sulk or cry. We just have to pick ourselves up. It sounds harsh, but it's the truth. Now, you have got so much to be getting on with and working on. If this podcast resonated with you and you are a healthcare professional and you feel like you would require some dedicated one-on-one support to help you work through some of these challenges around building your business or selling your services, I would absolutely love to help you. So wherever you're listening to this, go into the show notes and click on the words, work with me. That will take you through to our website. You can see a little bit more about what we offer and then we can go from there. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it gave you food for thought. And I really hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And if any of you make a sale as a result of listening to this episode, please get in touch. Please say to me, Tara, did the visualization exercise. I refined my offer. I took that energy to my next call. I picked up the phone and I got it. You've got to let me know. You've got to let me know. And I would love if you come back. The next solo episode, I believe, is going to be episode 103. And I'm going to be talking you through how to better sell your big ideas. So in episode 99 and 101, probably more geared towards business owners, entrepreneurs, those of you that want to 
develop a side gig and get paid for your consultancy services alongside your core salary. In 103, I am going to be addressing those of you that are employees, your leaders, you work within an organization and you want to sell your ideas. So stay tuned for that one and I will see you soon. so much for joining us. If you like what you hear, I would absolutely love it if you left us an iTunes rating and five-star review. I know many of you give us a shout out on social media, which is lovely to see you guys listening to the podcast. So please come and find us on Twitter at THC Primary Care, on Instagram at THC Primary Care and on LinkedIn, just look for Tara Humphrey. And if you're not subscribed to our newsletter, please do. It's really, really funny. You get to hear more insights, more confessions, some tips and tools and a roundup of our activity over the week. So click on join the newsletter newsletter in the show notes and I will see you in the next episode.